It's the Real Estate Podcast, brought to you by ANZ Home Loans for financial well-beings. And welcome back to another episode of the Real Estate Breakfast, available on iHeartRadio every morning across this holiday season, also on Spotify and Apple, and of course, wherever you get your podcast from. Well, another Friday morning has crept up on us. Yes, the sixth day of January for 2023, and if you've been unfortunately having to work this week. It's another weekend coming up for you, hopefully. And also on the way, we are talking to Munro from Property Buyer, having a look this morning at Sydney's luxury eastern suburbs, which is one of the most tightly held areas of Australia, that is for sure. People want the lifestyle it offers, but not all can afford to. So if you can't afford a freestanding property, we will also take a look at the apartment pricing and some of the areas for you to consider. Well, at the moment, the Gold Coast, the Sunshine Coast, even Harvey Bay, they're all very populated with holidaymakers at the moment. And tomorrow morning, talking about Harvey Bay, we are going to catch up with Scott for the latest in Australia's happiest city. Coming up too, we'll have a look at that all-important weather forecast around the country. If you're celebrating your birthday for today for January, January the 6th, you are celebrating it with Mr Bean. Rowan Atkinson is turning 67 today. Kapil Dev, if you remember him, the Indian cricketer turning 63. And also celebrating a birthday is Nigella Lawson. She is turning 62 years young today. It's your weekday real estate breakfast with news, interviews and predictions every morning on the Real Estate Podcast. It's the main centre forecast with PRD, selling smarter every day. Okay, let's check on your weather today for Friday. First, we go to Sydney and expecting showers, some of the wet stuff and a high of 25 degrees. In Melbourne today, mostly sunny and fine, 27 is your forecast top. In Brisbane, expecting partly cloudy skies, but it will be dry and your high of 29 And in Perth today, once again, it's another sticky day. Sunshine with blue skies, 33 degrees is your forecast high in Perth. Informing you every morning from 6.30 with the latest real estate property news, seven days a week, only on The Real Estate Breakfast. Let's Talk Property, a podcast series with Rich Harvey. Well, Sydney's luxury eastern suburbs is the pinnacle market in Australia. It really is, and it's one of the world's greatest destinations for finding your dream home with fantastic facilities, all within a stone's throw of one of the world's most iconic CBDs. But finding a suitable property to fit your budget in such a tightly held market and staying informed on market values can be a bit of a challenge for buyers and many buyers become frustrated in the property search and don't know where to turn to. So how can you find off-market opportunities and buy smartly within these prestige locations? Well, to lift the lid on all of the East and what it has to offer, we have Munro Donan, Principal of Property Buyer East and a very good morning, Munro. First off, why does 
as the eastern suburbs continually attract the highest real estate prices in the country? Good morning, Craig, and thank you for inviting me this morning. Great question. Um, I would say, you know, it's the aspirational and the attraction of the iconic location, some of Sydney's most well-known landmarks, such as Bondi Beach, Tamarama, Centennial Parklands, Watson's Bay, and the likes of Coogee Beach. Lifestyle locations are the highest in demand. Beaches, parks, restaurants, coffee shops, and shopping. The beach or ocean side of the suburbs are bounded by the ocean on one side and have limited land, obviously. And people choose to live in these locations, usually hold property for a long time. Craig, they don't look to sell very easily. Opportunities to overdevelop in these areas is severely limited by planning regulations and the height and density constraints around that. And as my late mother would always say, God only made so many beaches, the population will continue to grow. So the demand to live in these locations, you know, is always going to be high and obviously the best locations to invest or live in in Sydney. Yeah, well, your mother was absolutely right on that point because properties in the East, as you say, they're tightly held and as a result, it's a massive frustration to buyers when listings are in such short supply. Yeah, absolutely. Um, You know, the the tight supply in the eastern suburbs, the limited supply, absolutely. And sadly, uh, you know, it's almost like having to wait for somebody to die or get divorced, which is unfortunately very common, as we know, during during COVID, people were just getting divorced for properties to free up and come to the market. And what we're seeing, you know, the frenetic FOMO and the crazy price growth we saw back in 2020, people are not just selling for the sake of selling anymore, as we would have seen, you know, back uh, 18 months ago. Yeah, we'll have to do a podcast on that, just all about the divorce rate as a result of COVID. And the eastern suburbs offers buyers true character and heritage property. So perhaps let's have a look at the different types of properties for the listeners this morning, Munro. You know, the beautiful old Federation homes or Californian bungalows, they sometimes appear really unimpressive from the street, obviously because of heritage and conservation overlays, which limit the renovation to the external finishes but just step beyond the threshold and you'll be amazed to discover some of the most beautiful renovations and extensions that take these homes you know to a totally different level of prestige the character homes usually on large allotments of land you know they have extensive gardens and auxiliary improvement improvements 550 square meters or more you know larger block sizes and you see a lot of these homes around the randwick kensington Queen's Park, Centennial Park and Rosebury areas. For one of these renovated homes, you can expect to pay anywhere from the high three millions. Or if you're going along Lang Street, you know, next to Centennial Park, you're probably very close to over that $20 million mark. Okay, so that is the character and heritage properties. But if a buyer is looking for, let's say, more contemporary architecture and a modern style home, what suburb should they be targeting? Uh, Craig, contemporary architectural homes, you know, are breathtakingly diverse and luxurious in the eastern suburbs. Land sizes will vary. But I would say if you look at the beach suburbs of Clavelli, Bronte, Waverley, Bondi, Tamarama, 
as well as Bellevue Hill, Dover Heights, and even Rose Bay, you'll see what I mean. Architects have so much to work with in the East, wonderful views, good size allotments, and obviously the most important part, impressive budgets when clients you know, can afford to invest that kind of money. Depending on the land size you're looking at, you'd be paying anywhere upwards of $6 million. And obviously, you know, could go well into the tens of millions of dollars to acquire one of these uh, prestige homes. Yeah. Okay. So let's right now have a look at the top sale prices in the eastern suburbs for 2022, because people will be interested in this one. What would be the most expensive or prestigious suburbs in the eastern suburbs? And what is the current medium prices also? Craig, um, when I moved to Sydney back in 1999, the most prestigious and expensive street and suburb would have been Wolseley Road Point Piper, a location where many of Sydney's rich and famous reside. And just recently come in, the most expensive sale in Sydney for 2022 was a $62 million property in Vaucluse one of the most ex- expensive sales of the year. Uh, this particular mansion offered views of Sydney Harbour, the bridge and the Opera House. It's also interesting to know that Sydney's eastern suburbs were home to six of Australia's 10 most expensive suburbs, including Vaucluse, which has a median price of $8.7 million. Bellevue Hill with a median price of $8.1 million. Rose Bay with a median price of $5.5 million. Dover Heights with a median price of 5.8 million, Double Bay with a median price of 5.7 million, and Bronte with a median price of 5.4 million. On top of that, Craig, the top three today would include Tamarama and Vaucluse, which come in very closely vying for number one, both with a median price of 9.1 million and 9.2 million respectively. Darling Point would be the most iconic and expensive place to purchase a premium high-end apartment uh, with a median price of 8.9 million. It's worth noting Vaucluse, Rose Bay and Bellevue Hill also offer some fine premium house size apartments with a record sale last year in Vaucluse topping almost $16 million. Okay, so there will be many people who can't afford these freestanding luxury homes that you're talking about. What would you recommend to buyers considering luxury apartments? There are some outstanding attached housing opportunities in the Bayside suburbs of Potts Point, Elizabeth Bay, Rushcutters Bay, and the beach suburbs of Coogee, Bronte, Waverley, Clavelli, Bondi, and Tamarama. Demand for larger-sized apartments is very good at present. One of the dominant buyer demographics in this segment are downsizers. These buyers have normally sold their homes, you know, 5 million, 10 million, 20 million, and now are happy to pay in the early millions for a plush apartment. They simply want something with a large floor area, as well as access to great services and facilities. Good on you, Munro. Well, enjoy your 2023. Thanks again for coming on to the Real Estate Breakfast. Thank you, Craig, and appreciate the opportunity to share with you. We connect you to the best real estate information across Australia. The Real Estate Podcast.